Welcome to Wine and Real Estate, the podcast where we drink wine, we have fun, and we learn about real estate investing. Real estate investing is so much more than just buying buildings. It's about building relationships, building your dreams, building your dream lifestyle, customizing your life. What do you want to do? What do you want to achieve? It's much more than money. It's more than getting rich. It's a different type of wealth. It's the wealth of time, the wealth of freedom. And now let's get to the wine and the real estate. Let's start this episode with some financing tips from our go-to mortgage broker, Streetwise Mortgages. Over to you, Dahlia. Hi, I'm Dahlia, founder of Streetwise Mortgages. Are you an investor looking to adapt and thrive in this changing real estate market? Myself and my team have created a new resource dedicated to helping you navigate with clarity and confidence. We remove the noise and laser focus on what matters most to investors with respect to rates, values, mortgage qualification, and anything you need to pay attention to. Hear from other veteran investors on how they're navigating and tap into many tools and strategies we've developed for you to help you put things into perspective, better manage your cash flow, hedge, and most importantly, maintain the momentum towards your goals. Visit our new website page at www.streetwisemortgages.com forward slash adapt dash thrive. You can also get to that page through the landing page by clicking at the top banner. We are here to help you move forward with clarity and confidence. If you have any pressing questions or need guidance during these changing times, email our team at info at streetwisemortgages.com. Awesome. So thank you and welcome, Sam Abdallah from Affluence uh, Real Estate Group. Mm -hmm. Um, We are happy to have you on with us tonight. Thank you, Jennifer and Francois. Happy to be here. Yeah. So maybe tell us a little bit about yourself. What is Affluence uh, Real Estate Group? Yeah, so our our team, we started in the real estate business in 2015. Uh, We had a huge uh, passion for helping people uh, with real estate investing. Actually, started off uh, taking a uh, flipping formula course, uh, which which cost my wife and I quite a bit of money back then. Oh no! (laughs) I called her and said, "Hey, honey, I just uh, just spent thirty thousand dollars on training. (laughs) It's quite ouch! Whoa! (laughs) Yeah, just definitely don't say it after." I think we learned from that, though. Um, anyways, so, yeah, I, I just realized that, uh, you know, I was listening to a lot of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. A lot of people talk about that's being a, a pinnacle book for them. Uh, anyway, so as we went through the business, I found that there's a lot of realtors that just focus on the transaction, just kind of getting a home sold. Yeah. Uh, your mortgage up. Let's sell you another house. Let's get you a bigger house. So we started really strategically partnering with different mortgage brokers and people on our power team to kind of bring an experience where we can help them leverage their equity. Um, so we created some really cool programs like um, part of uh, there's uh, what's called One Property Way. So we can give the website as well on it. And really, it just teaches people how to leverage their equity that they have to get into real estate investing and how that uh, answers three financial questions. One could be like paying your mortgage down in 10 years or half the time with the same payments. Uh, two, if they have kids. So learning about your your clients. And I love that aspect, right? Being able to learn yeah. about you know, what would it look like if you could challenge that traditional way of thinking? And I always think that, you know, I really resonate with books like Steve Jobs and stuff like that, just challenging the way that people normally think about 
passing down values that you have to think a certain way about investing and how real estate can uh, challenge that, you know, when it comes to paying for your kid's school or education, um, you know, how that return really looks. So it comes a lot easier for me because I really enjoy that. And, you know, we've been able to serve uh, over 230 30 families as well. And everyday people, right? People who think that they're not able to get into real yeah. estate thing that they have equity in their home they don't know what to do with it and right now we're actually just launching a really cool and I'm, i love to create so i just love creating and so we're launching a cool uh, uh series where it's kind of recession proofing yourself right so what financial advisors don't tell Very you <laughs> yeah, exactly right so um we did a health wealth financial freedom thing with with a chiropractic but also a mortgage broker and he did the presentation on the the it's buildmylegacynow.ca if anybody's interested um, and you could probably leave it in the notes, but anyways, yeah. So that's a short note of how I got in the business. I just really enjoy the growth part of it, uh, pouring into people, learning about leadership. And then obviously real estate comes from that. And obviously serving more people, you add more value in the marketplace. So yeah, it's a little bit about me. Mm, that's so interesting. So mm -hmm. it kind of sounds like your, your uh, team has certain core values, uh, that help you kind of influence the real estate industry. Um, so how did you kind of come about, um, like creating kind of those programs and those, uh, groups i mean it's not yeah it's kind mm -hmm. of it's very different it's unique mm -hmm. yeah so i mean uh, affluence real estate group actually people think you know it, it just comes from like you know having like you know million dollar watches and, and driving ferraris yeah. it's, like, about that. <laughs> it's actually about helping people build their their legacy right their family mm -hmm. legacy right so on our on our affluence group.com it really just talks about building family legacies so everything we do is based around on that because everybody would like to build a legacy for their family and for themselves um, so all our marketing is kind of, I would say message, right? Our message is tailored around helping people with that. Um, so some of our core values, which you really feel is important as, is a lot of people kind of just absorb their values. And I think it, until you become in a growth minded space, you start, you do that until you kind of become aware of your thought, thoughts and patterns. And so we started realizing what's really important to us, right? Giving value, um, providing value in the marketplace, um, Leadership and impact, I'd say just pouring into others, helping people realize their goals and helping them achieve their goals. Um, and uh, third one, I mean, abundance, right? Because abundance can be an abundance of time, freedom. Uh, wine. Things, right? Wine. <laughs> I love wine. absolutely love wine. I love wine. Uh, I, mean, I got like water and I'm like, I got to have some wine. So that's what I'm going to yeah. do right after <laughs> this. Um it, and it really makes me, um, and yeah, having the ability, right. To have your, you know, your lovely wine and, and learn what you enjoy. Right. I love, learning That's about, it. you know, infinite banking and all these things I'm really actually enjoyed about, enjoy what you're curious and you're passionate about follow that. Right. So, um, that, those are some of our, our core values as far as like, you know, how we operate and then just who we're looking to bring in our organization kind of fit those values and, and that lens that we look through to those people. Yeah. I love it. And it reminds me of a quote I shared a few days ago at the time of this recording. Anyway, uh, it's something about uh, don't don't be available, be valuable, because if you're always available, you're just anyway, it's, it's I about love that. time management and stuff. But be valuable, like you said, adding value. Mm -hmm. I think it's it's a huge core thing. And in 2015, I can totally see why that took off. And in 2022, it's extremely important because lots of people are available. 
it's very cheap, but they're not valuable. So yeah, they're almost asking and they're asking for maybe not asking for something, but they're not leading with value, right? They're not, yeah. you know, we, we've built certain things, like even little things like a site with our concierge, all our vendors are on the, on the, on the site. So That's when people convenient. are going through the process of buying and selling, they have their, we've kind of created that, created that, curated that system and helped refine it over time through different mistakes and things we've learned. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a geek in that way. A lot of real estate agents, I don't think really enjoy the, the systems part of it, but we, I dive in with my admin and we just, we love to see how we can make the client experience really mastery level. So, yeah. That's awesome. It's full service. Yeah. Yeah, really. Yeah. And I mean, your world is improving and growing and uh, to answer your question about how we came across that webinar or that seminar, actually, um, we went to a presentation and uh, it was interesting because I wasn't going to go that night. It was like, this was five, five years ago or so. Um, and we were kind of getting our more of identity of who we are in that space and building those relationships. We have a lot of great people in our, in our database and, and relationships and networks. Anyway, so I, I remember getting a message. Are you going tonight? I said, oh, my goodness, I almost didn't remember. <laughs> the event. And it was in Burlington and it was actually um, hosted it's by a bit of a drive. Uh, Sandy, McKay, Sandy McKay's team. And I used to be expansion partner with Sandy McKay. He does the uh, real estate investing thing as well. And uh, yeah, he's a good mentor of mine. And so anyways, I, I went there and I, I went with the lens of actually um, creating the program, not just going there. I went there to learn. Yet I went through the lens of what can I do to recreate this, right? And it was really cool. And then I, I do feel like, you know, I wouldn't say spiritual, but I definitely think that there's synchronicities. Yeah. And so, um, you know, kind of, uh, a good friend, mortgage broker of mine, really started to get good traction. And he said, I, I got a great, you know, I got the, the messaging and the plan. He's coached by the same mortgage broker, top seven or eight mortgage broker in uh, Butler um, of how to do this program. I'd, I'd love for you to check it out. And I said, this is fantastic. So we started just following the system, right? Didn't reinvent the wheel. We, we made those reach outs and just asking people, like, how would you like to learn how to pay your mortgage in 10 years or half the time? with the same payments and um and it's cool because he kind of has a holistic approach of the budgeting part and the financial piece and i think there's a lot of realtors that make the mistake of attempting to do everything like i'm going to be major i'll install the sign and i'll be your mortgage <laughs> it's like no <laughs> like i had yeah i'm not going to mention names but i had someone literally say like by the way i got my primarica license and i'm like you don't do oh. that what don't you do surgery yeah like you know like you're gonna just start drilling on my teeth right so yeah <laughs> <Canal>. why not <laughs> exactly that's not how it's gonna go so um yeah we just kind of really went through that and, and we had a great turnout uh it went really well and it was it was a moment that i was really a pinnacle of that passionate about just touching people and helping them through real estate investing and that they don't have to be they have limiting beliefs but we can turn them into unlimiting beliefs really through just the knowledge and the confidence to take action on what they can do with having equity in their home or learning how to find someone with equity or people that have great jobs and they're kind of, you know, stuck or they're not getting a good return. So. That's so interesting. So I'd kind of like to know, Sam, um, mm -hmm. what does it look like? I mean, you're obviously not working with actual real estate investors in these programs. It's more like Mr. and Mrs. Everyday people that are starting uh, out, kind of starting out. Yes figure out they have equity in their home and then they're like, okay, what do I do with it? And then. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, uh, we've had a couple of people that we invited that were um, either looking to, so they're either in a, a later stage of life where they're learning how to retire with more, or they're thinking about their future generations. So kind of yeah. like 
you know, they will say like your kids can either be landlords or, um, tenants. or workers, right? Yeah, or tenants, right? So it's like you got to choose. And people resonate with that because they're thinking about their grandkids or their future generations. And I remember listening to or reading uh, something about how a certain percentage, like a big percentage and a lot of money of the actual down payment has been gifted from the previous generation. Yeah. You know, 80, 90,000 in Vancouver, it was a lot more. So it really was interesting because it realized, made me realize that um, that's eventually going to stop. So people need to continue to, to build real estate, such a big part of that, that allowed their parents to get that mm-hmm. home. And it's like to your parents, like, what would you do if you bought the, the house on the same street right next door? Yeah. And my parents bought their house in 1972, right? Oh and, my goodness. <laughs> 30, 38,000. I mean, yeah, it might've seen like a big challenge, but imagine if my, you know, got a little bit of extra leverage and understand these concepts that they don't teach in school. And, and I have a job too. Giving the right, yeah, you know, the, the the information and not just how to become a worker, but how to actually empower these clients and people. So, um, yeah, I think that's that's a big part of of that um, of that presentation. And and when it comes to your question too, so some people might look to bring someone that is uh, that has equity that they're they need the boost, knowledge, and confidence to take action. So that would be one person that maybe has done it a couple times. Um, you know, we've we also work with investors that. Maybe they they already know like the one guy's working with a student rental, so we're just running the numbers on that. And we have a building for sale, so we work with all different kind of clients. So we just kind of figure out what is what is their goal. If they are kind of they do have a lot of equity, and they don't know how to tap into it, then we can show them that presentation, and then maybe you know kind of uh, warm them up to that idea. Very cool. And your area of focus is it Kitchener Waterloo, or do you go beyond that? Or yeah, so we find. Um, Kitchener Waterloo, so Waterloo region encompasses like uh, Cambridge, uh, Guelph, uh, sorry, Cambridge, Wellington's Guelph. So we would do the work. Guelph. Okay. Um, there is Brantford, which is about 35 minutes southwest. So we still will do that. Uh, once it starts getting outside of Kitchener Waterloo uh, in those areas, then we'll refer it. We have some great referral partners, um, you know, being able to develop some great relationships through, um, you know, career visioning, working on the Agent Leadership Council in, in Keller Williams uh, has allowed me to, to be part of that. And so having those great relationships, I can, I can say, you know, if you're looking for a team-minded realtor that understands investments or multifamily, go to this person. Right. So it's very specific based on what they're looking for, not just, hey, I do it all and I can just <laughs> I can drive everywhere to help everybody. So. No, that's it. You can't be everything to everybody. And that goes back to the earlier conversation about being valuable and not just available. So I'm glad to hear that. Like you draw the line. This is my area of expertise. And then I refer to others and, and we try to do the same as well. Like there's things we're just not good at and that's okay yeah. we're not that's okay. We yeah. everything so you go deep on one thing and and i had a, even a friend that he bought and i'm not going to name his name he bought a with a with another agent and um it was from toronto and the agent just put together the offer slapped it together no information about how the appraisal works you know understanding a system around that because we've been through it so many times we've created systems around we even have a template when a client becomes our client before they make an offer, everything to accept about, uh, understand about appraisal and a video about a pre-approval and everything. So then they make a great decision and know what they're buying. So anyways, he bought the property and the appraisal came in way, way lower because he didn't explain how, when the appraisal could happen, you know, if the appraisal happens right away, then it kind of locks it in for that client. Um, you know, making, asking the, letting the client know what to ask, um, what kind of lender are they working with? So, they ended up having to do like a blanket around their parents' property as well as the new one uh, or their old one because they were attempting to sell their property in another city. So just like 
you know, putting a client in a good space, um, yeah. that, 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 that decision could impact their future investment and, and what their freedom to be able to do another investment or be able to help their kids. So it's important yeah, work with a, a, a local person. That's a good point. Have you been on the fence about getting a mentor or a coach to scale your real estate investing portfolio, your business? And have you met with many mentors and coaches only to find out that they, what they offer is a series of pre-recorded videos and a Facebook group with some uh, group meetings? And you need some hand-holding, you want to know, you want to be accountable, you want some one-on-one. So look no further. I've created The Creek, the Creative Real Estate Investing Community. And this is where you will have those recorded videos and the weekly calls on Facebook and the group meetings. But wait, you'll also have one-on-one coaching with me. So 12 sessions over a year, plus 12 other sessions with my accountability coach, none other than Rob Wright. So Mr. Rob Wright is joining me to help you stay accountable and make sure that you do achieve your goals and get to the freedom that you want to achieve. So check it out. I will put the information in the notes here and I'd love to see you. There's a free Facebook group you can join to find out more and I'd love to meet with you and tell you how this can change your life and how it's changed mind as well. Like it's all about people and relationships And the one-on-one, I think, is essential. That that was the key to my success. So I'd love to help you. Cheers. Um, so what's kind of particular about the Kitchener-Waterloo market? Like, is it how does it differ from like kind of the surrounding markets for, for people that are thinking about maybe investing there? Yeah, because we've heard lots, so <laughs> we're curious. Yeah. Um, so the the market is it's we're still like about two months of inventory, so we, we're still at about up about six point eight percent in Okay, there's quite a bit available. That's good. Pretty, pretty yeah, pretty good. Um, we have some student pockets, so like if someone's looking in different areas, we'll kind of coach them on. Okay, well, if you're looking for single family and you're looking for a specific reason, maybe it's not student, then we'll coach someone on. Okay, maybe stay away from this kind of thing or what to expect in a condo. For example, Keats Way is more of a in West Kitchener is more of a, a pocket of students. Uh, we're seeing people starting to convert some of that back to single family because during COVID, there yeah. was <laughs> the sales of, of student properties were very tough to sell. We sold sold a few there and it was very challenging. Um, Kitchener is is also good because we have a technology hub, obviously with Google and Community Tech and Open Text and Waterloo insurance companies in North Waterloo as well. So there's a good mix there. People are working from the office from home as well. Uh, we have a lot of commuters that are coming from more expensive markets like Toronto. So like, like migration patterns, um, mm -hmm. seeing how they, they come from uh, those areas. And so we'll even show them how to buy something in the West side of Kitchener, just close to Cambridge, kind of getting to the highway or even your commute. Yeah. Yeah. So we know, kind of, and, and before I got into the business, I didn't know the neighborhoods like that. I'm like, Oh, that's North Galt and this is East Galt and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, it's very different than a market like, and, and Windsor probably is a good market. I don't know it well enough, but it's, it's a lot less only manufacturing, right? So yeah. there is more diversified. Here. Yeah. We're seeing a lot of, um, in Madison, downtown and in, in Kitchener, there's a lot of redevelopment of land. So you're seeing lots of old, uh, you know, lawyer buildings because are not buildings, but houses, really old houses being torn down, redeveloped, old sushi places being torn down, redeveloped. And they're doing a lot of commercial, like high rise almost with commercial mm -hmm. downstairs. 
uh, in Lancaster, they did some stuff where they did high rise and then they put commercial down. They actually did a little church down there. I was like, that's pretty cool. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of where the Kitchener Waterloo market is great, great market to invest in. Um, our average price is about seven, just around seven fifty, seven sixty for, so it's very reasonable with the rates and with people being concerned about the rates, I always tell them like, you're, you're concerned about the property when you sell it, the value, right? As long as you didn't way overpay and your agent wasn't yeah. informing you properly and you're just throwing together from an offer from an out of town agent. Um, it's good to make a good investment where we look at the three elements of return, right? The pay down, the, the growth. We take 5% when we, when we average it out because I think it was a rain stat. It was 5% over 40 years. So over the last, like how many recessions, 5% is a reasonable number. We don't go like yeah. 20% or 30. It's sustainable. It's not those sustainable. crazy. Yeah. We did three or four. Like that's what the presentation is based on, like showing that mapping that out over, over 10 years. So showing them that and then showing them even if it costs you two three hundred dollars to keep that property because you have 20 percent in the property you're getting a return on the hundred percent that the bank's giving you 80 percent mm -hmm. so you get a lot more money back and then you also get the pay down so showing them the pay down if it's let's say 20 to 30 percent um they put a hundred thousand dollars in they're they're walking away with a hundred thirty thousand right so in inflation and eight percent you know increases stuff that's really important right now so it really is. <laughs> so relevant like conversations too. Mm -hmm. And the infrastructure is quite good in uh, Kitchener, Waterloo. You've got that highway. We used to live in London. London doesn't have the highway going through the city. Uh, I think you also have light rail. I think we saw that last time we were in Waterloo. So lots going for the area, which is, is good news for the future. I mean, the city's investing. The province as well widened. The 401 there, it's, uh, it's, it's very well serviced for future growth. And we were recently in Calgary and we were noticing and we're like, this place is built for like 5 million people. And there's like 1.5 million people. While Ontario tends to be under, under serviced quite often. So I find Kitchener-Waterloo seems to have a good mix of infrastructure and growth potential as well so something yeah. else i'd consider anyway as an investor yeah i love that and like they're looking at like like they're doing a lot of there's a lot of farmlands that are unused land not farm but they're just kind of unused land so they're starting to build some you know widen the roads and infrastructure and build more you know towns and stuff there so it's really good to see that there's still housing that are available for people and there's still yeah. housing shortage too so that helps with that as well and the demand and you're close to Toronto and you have nicer weather. I know a lot of people say you guys get lots of snow. You don't live in Ottawa. <laughs> you don't know <laughs> snow at all. <laughs> I know. Like the next step, maybe, obviously, maybe one day Costa Rica. So that's obviously fantastic. But, uh, you know, maybe not yeah. as comparable. But, I mean, Toronto and, and Kitchener-Waterloo and, I mean, very, very similar, right? So uh, we're very close, which is great. You can kind of go to those areas. You can go to, you know, a lot of different cottage country and stuff. So pretty close to all those, yeah. That's it. Mm. So I want to kind of go back, back to the kind of wealth building, uh, Sam, because I know you're working with investors and you're working with people who aren't investors. So you kind of um, like, you know, people who aren't investors, they, they don't want to deal with the tenants and the toilets and the, and all of this. So, I mean, is that something that you kind of help them get through or, or what do you do to kind of help them build? Yeah, 
Yeah, there's um, and in our presentation, I'll definitely send you the link so you have it for your yeah. people to check out. Um, it talks a lot about that, right? There's a lot of things that um, may be limiting people and not having the knowledge to take action. One of those things is, you know, what happens with this, you know, they hear a story from a friend or a barbecue who never invested. Yeah, in stories. <laughs> uncle Bob's son. Yeah, uncle, yeah, uncle Bob, who cooked some chicken the one day, said that you should never invest because, you know, the one guy he saw on the news, right? So it's, anyways, um, we, we, yeah, we totally see that. Uh, sorry, what was your question <laughs> <laughs> well, just with the, with the whole like wealth building aspect wealth building, that you're yes. offering, um, if you're working with people who aren't investors, how do you kind of get over that hurdle of, of oh, not yes. trying to, to be a landlord? Yeah, because that's oh, yeah, the yes. one. So kind of that's the reason we package that concierge together, right? So being have, having those relationships where uh, even I went through that journey, right? We have a few investment properties and we've helped people do conversions and all types of stuff and um, Air DNA and understanding we did an Air, Airbnb, you know, we understood that. So it helped us pour knowledge into our clients. Um, so helping them understand that um, it is, you need a power team. You're not able to do everything you're on your own. Yeah. And going through that experience of having a great tenant screen the right way, um, property management that checks their income, their credit, and has great people. Like we have a great family in this, in this place. And, you know, they have a Christmas tree up and they have like, they decorate everything like outside. So they treat it like their home. Right. And that's the kind of tenants we're looking for. And then there's some clients that they, they, they'd like to do it themselves and it costs them 20 X more because they didn't follow that advice of just paying for property management. Right. So um, having the right power team is important. So like our, our focus is the real estate market and the offers and all that stuff and understanding the kind of holistic approach to what that property is going to do. And then having the mortgage broker that understands, make sure that if you're making an offer, you're not, you're taking a calculated risk, especially in the seller's market. You understand what you're offering and the finances behind that and the MLS sent to them ahead of time. And then um, having the, the property management for that. So just solving a problem, like we have a guy in our concierge, the smoke removal. So if they're buying a house that oh, yeah. needs like, you know, cigarette smoke and the paint's not going to get rid of it, we could do that. We could recommend a couple quick things that might be able to overcome some objections. Um, I do find that people make decisions based on their value system. So like, even if you give them information, they might have safety as a value system. So they'll think through this, the filter of that and they won't take action because of the, you know, that programming there. So there might be just be some some coaching or just some kind of discussions around here's some things that's helped other people or here's a client that was in the same boat and look what happened and help them um, you know create the wealth through investing it they didn't have to be a millionaire investor to start no that's a, that's a big mind blocker a lot of people think you need tons of money but like you said if you have access to equity in your house that's one way i mean there's a million other ways you can do joint venture partners if you have really no money but you have time. I mean, there's so many options, syndication, um, the, the list goes on and on. But I'm glad to hear that from a realtor perspective as well is you can afford more maybe than you, you <laughs> think you can. So <laughs> I guess you're a Scotiabank client. You're richer <laughs> yeah. than you think. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah, you're richer than you think at Mount Forest, right? Which is like 35 minutes, a little bit cheaper there. So <laughs> there's always something available if you can think about it right if there's a reason for you to buy there you have an intention behind it you know like um people more working from home like there is an ability for people to buy in slightly outside markets to still get some good property um and there maybe they had an intention of okay that maybe i'm gonna keep this for my kids or this is going to be something that i'm going to keep long term or maybe it's going to get allow me to get a bigger home or i'm going to finance a renovation whatever it is so yeah for sure and they're building blocks. I find each property you add to your portfolio helps you get the next one. 
Uh, we just recently tapped into lines of credit that were built into some of our properties and we're like, oh, this is good to know. We, <laughs> we forgot about that. We had set it up nicely, the STEP program with Scotia. And then we're like, okay, let's call them. We need that money now. So it's good to have all those those this plans. This is not and... sponsored by Scotia. No, Bank. it's not. No. <laughs> I deal with I love Scotia. All banks. <laughs> I'm gonna email Scotia right now. I'm yeah. just joking. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we deal with uh, RBC, BMO. I mean, they're they're all very good. But Scotia, for some reason, is very timely today. Anyway. <laughs> so Sam, yep. are you also an investor yourself? I would imagine so. Yeah, we have a few investment properties and, and, you know, I always learn from people who are doing different things like Francois, you have a lot of knowledge in JVs. Like I don't do a ton of JVs. I've helped people do like burrs. I understand how to do the, you know, calculate the burr and how to get in their down payment, things like that. I've helped people do conversions. And I, I also help people with the real estate aspect part, but it's also good to have these conversations because, mm -hmm. um, you know, being, having a few investment properties as well and learning that, like, for example, we had a conversation and they said, it's okay to restart, you know? sell a property, yeah. it's not performing, go and do a new project, right? So then that's where we came out with, uh, we have a webinar on uh, capital gains tax, right? Because that was a yeah, hot topic. A we did, <laughs> yeah, we did with Jerry Chan and it was like, okay, this is a, a hot topic. People are may not get the returns. It might be okay to sell your property and decide what plan that is. And maybe you're looking at vacation properties. Maybe you're happy with, or you, you feel that that could be a good return for you and you're okay with it, you know? So yeah, I mean, it's totally good to, start over and also to look at what you have and, and look at it. Is it going to fit the criteria? And I can move on to something else if not. So, A new topic that's going to be coming up more, I think, is capital <laughs> loss as well. So we've spoken about capital gains for many, many years with markets kind of stabilizing or even dipping or different things. There will be some capital losses okay. and it might sound really drastic. Like Jennifer and I, we just experienced that on a very small property, very small loss. But at first we're like, oh, this is horrible. But then we had capital gains the same year. So we're like, well, this is good. It actually kind of evens out. So again, with proper planning, the proper team, maybe a capital loss once in a while can be not, not a so bad, bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, well, maybe it's not so bad. And, and it's all about mindset again. Like sometimes you do a move and maybe you'll lose some funds here or like exchange rate. We were talking about Costa Rica and that's a hard one as well. When you do the exchange rate to us funds, you lose almost 30% right now. But I mean, you also, now, isn't it though? I'm sorry. Dollars doing pretty well right now, though, isn't it? Like this is a good time. Yeah, it's doing well, but I mean, there's still that that money that you have to pay, and you have to pay mm -hmm. fees and all kinds of stuff. So you you yeah. lose 25, 30 percent, whatever it varies. But then you gain U.S. income afterwards. So it's kind of like that capital loss. Maybe you got rid of a, a loser, <laughs> something yeah. that was not helping you and hindering you. And this gives you maybe energy to, to keep going. So I like this type of conversation. And that's part of affluence, I think, as well as, yes, having lots of money, cash flow, but being able to manage losses as well. And yeah, yeah, sometimes decisions like knowing when, when to cut, cut your losses and move on. Mm -hmm. That's a hard one for investors because you, you grow to like your project and you keep trying and trying and yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it may not be the right time. Sometimes there's a property that you're like, maybe a, 
it's going to be suited for someone else that has a capacity to take that on now. Let that's me look good. at something that, that might fit better. Maybe it, I know you have something in Costa Rica, right? That that's, that's kind of turnkey, which is fantastic. Right. So something that mm -hmm. we've been considering. And if I was like a single person, I have three kids. If I was a single person, I would totally sell a primary home that I live in and buy a couple investments with that and buy a vacation property. Totally would do that. Yeah. And you mm -hmm. could become I, I that it's, it's a really good decision in my opinion, sometimes to have investments and not even like rent your primary home. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. Because you have freedom yeah. of yeah. total freedom of location and the laws are to your advantage for the most part in Ontario if you're a yeah. tenant. So it's not all bad, really. Did we yeah. just have a real estate agent tell us to rent? Yes, he told <laughs> us to rent. But, but buying, the key is buying like two or three investment properties. Yeah. Right? So then you have that leverage piece. So you're always holding on to real estate. Just it's foundation, yeah. I think, for, for sure. Yeah, so I'm just teasing you, Sam. I, know. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> sell everything move no 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 yeah but, don't sell everything <laughs> but maybe be wiser instead of having we know people that are single and have big houses like seven bedrooms four car garage whatever and they're alone so maybe sell that off rent a condo something nice and buy properties that are assets and yeah turn things around for you so or it's a, you know right size the lifestyle like we had a client that was like well you know we're we're looking to buy maybe we'll rent out our huge huge house and we'll we'll buy you know we'll wait to buy or whatever and i said well what would it look like if you bought something lateral in kitchener and maybe you bought a smaller investment property yeah. uh, with that right to get closer to your family so just solving problems for people right putting those pieces together and then instead of renting out your big house, which might be less of a return, maybe you, you rent out a smaller townhome and you start there and you make a lateral move to Kitchener, for example. There's a bigger market for that too, something more average size than luxury homes. I mean, there yep. is a market, but it's not for everybody. So yes, for sure, for sure. Very cool. So Sam, how can people get a hold of you and learn about Affluence Real Estate Group? Yeah, so we've got two resources. So one's our website. It's affluencegroup.com. As uh, real estate is our affluencegroup.com. And then we have the, the webinar, which is a, a complimentary webinar. It's buildmylegacynow.ca. So buildmylegacynow.ca. And that uh, is really great. It kind of goes over a lot of the foundations. And then they can book a strategy call with our mortgage broker who works in there and get started. That's awesome. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much for... Uh taking a few minutes to share about your your wealth of knowledge, your experience. And next time we're in your area, we'll have to catch up in person. We're planning uh, some trips this fall to Southern Ontario. So we'll have to stop by and say hi. And I'll bring the wine for sure. Yeah, that's yes. it. Enjoy some wine. <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Hey there, listeners. We hope you enjoyed this latest episode of the Wine and Real Estate Podcast. Yes, absolutely. You can find us on Instagram. Our handle is wine underscore and underscore real estate. So wine and real estate on Facebook, FL Homes Corp. And you can also find us on our YouTube channel. Yes. And please make sure to give us a rating, five stars mm -hmm. or any comments. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, we love suggestions as well. Cheers. Yeah. Chin chin. Thank you.